Hello everyone, this is Irene Ocean and welcome to my reality garden. It is so nice to be meeting you all today in the middle of this beautiful spring. Being here today with you at this moment in time is truly both an honor and a pleasure. If you're listening to this special mini-series, you may have listened to a few of my songs, and if not, that's okay too. But I'm hoping, wherever and however you may know or find me, we can have the opportunity to get to know each other, bond, laugh, and heal together as I begin to share a bit about my journey and the story of my musical universe. If you are currently unfamiliar with me, I will now take the opportunity to introduce myself. I am currently an independent singer-songwriter and producer who specializes in creating a magical and invigorating musical experience for the world. Through my music, I hope to inspire people to challenge their beliefs, unleash their dreams, and embrace their destiny. You can listen to my music on any of your favorite streaming platforms, including, but not limited to, Spotify, Apple, and Amazon Music. But you can also see more of me and my content on my official YouTube channel, as well as my website and official social media accounts. This special series is made with love, and I extend it as a token of appreciation for everyone's continued support, patience, and love, as I have recently completed my promotional era for my first mini-album, Reality. If you're here right now, thank you for taking the time out of these busy days to listen. I understand how crazy life can be, so I really do value your presence, and I hope that this precious moment can bring real value into your life. So if you'll stay around, feel free to make yourselves comfortable, get a cold drink or snack, and hopefully we can enjoy this time well together. I made my official debut on December 16th, 2020, which makes for almost two and a half years of on and off promotions. But a lot of you may or may not know that I've been a musician for almost all of my conscious life. I was blessed to be born into a musical family, with both of my parents having strong backgrounds and interest in music. My mom was particularly influential to me as she was a lifelong pianist and loved to share her gift with young people. Therefore, I was exposed to piano during the earliest and most formative years of my life. Ironically, I didn't find much joy in playing the old-fashioned way, per se. I was just too lazy to read music, and I just wanted to do things my way, playing the songs that I wanted to play. I didn't want to listen to my mom or to the sheet music. So after many frustrating and tear-filled piano lessons with my mother, I dissociated, and one day, out of boredom, began to try to play piano and learn music by ear. So for the non-musicians out there, this means relying solely on what you hear as opposed to what is dictated on paper in order to decide what notes you will play on a particular instrument. Typically, using music on paper, commonly referred to as sheet music, will give you more precision, which is why it's preferred by a majority of music professionals. And when you play by ear, you are solely relying on what your ear not only picks up, but what you can reproduce accurately given your skill level on the respective instrument. Naturally, I was quite young and had only really been playing piano for a few years, so of course, I initially was not very good at playing by ear. I still remember my very first interpolations being Lady Gaga songs, Born This Way and Poker Face, which were two of the most popular songs at the time. But my versions didn't sound very pleasant at all. 
Yet, I think the notion of being able to create music without having to read notes or rely on being taught by others felt empowering at that young age. It felt that I could take control of my musical journey. It really instilled into me the idea that nothing was truly impossible, at least not for me. I grew up in my musicianship as I got a little older, eventually taking up the violin and doing really well on that instrument while still learning music on the piano and the guitar on the side. Although I didn't express this as much with the people who were closest to me at the time, music simply was my favorite thing. I grew up with it, being a huge fan of the most popular songs, dancing to them, trying to play them. I loved listening to the radio and watching my favorite music videos on YouTube, the good and the bad stuff. <laughs> I was also highly influenced by the musical subcultures developing on the internet at that time. So whenever I'd find a new artist that I enjoyed, I'd play their songs for hours on end on my desktop speaker. However, I wasn't really drawn to singing at the time. As much as I loved dancing, playing piano, and being on a stage to perform, singing didn't seem to be my talent, which was something that I simply accepted for a while, without questioning that belief. I felt that only some people were born singers, and their skills would simply manifest automatically while they were young. Others just weren't so lucky, and therefore weren't cut out for that path. But it was okay, because I never really saw myself as an entertainer anyways. Being young, I didn't have much of a vision for myself. Would it have been nice if I was blessed with the gift of singing? Most definitely, but it didn't seem like it would materialize at all for me. So I left that prospect alone for a long time and focused on school and playing instruments. And I was truly content with that. But unfortunately, I couldn't escape singing, even if I tried. One day, after class, my friends and I were singing the latest popular songs, of course, being casual as middle schoolers typically do. And we did our own group rendition of the song, Thinking About You by Frank Ocean. Quick digression, I am in no way related to Frank Ocean, nor does my name have anything to do with him. It's just a really funny coincidence, but he's an amazing, very talented artist. Anyways, incidentally, one of the kindest people in my life who remained my friend for a very long time told me that I had such a beautiful voice. This is mind-blowing to me because I had never heard that from anyone before. Keep in mind, I had never really sang in front of anyone either, except maybe my mother for the entertainment of the rest of our family, but no one outside of that immediate circle had ever really heard my voice, nor appreciated it in the way that my friend expressed so to me. So I was really stunned by her comment. Another friend, who happened to be there at the exact moment, told me that I should sign up for our school's talent show, which was coming up in a matter of a few weeks. He even offered to be my manager. I was initially very highly skeptical and anxious of the thought of doing so, and I'm talking about the talent show, not the middle school management contract. I didn't know what I'd sing, if people would like my voice, or if this was some elaborate prank my friends came up with just to mess with me and embarrass me in front of the entire school. But after a few nights of thinking it over, clearly not letting go of what my friends had told me days before, I told my mom I would perform. And with that, I took the leap and I signed up, auditioning for this talent show. I had no idea what I was doing or what I was getting myself into. I was incredibly self-conscious, unsure of myself and my voice. 
I didn't even know how to tell anyone at school either, so I kept it to myself mainly, up until the very night of the show. Only my mother and my close friend knew who are planning on attending. So that raised the stakes and my anxiety even higher. I can still remember the tight nerves I had for the duration of the week leading up to the show, all of the performance anxiety, being scared to embarrass my mother and my friends if they'd see me fail tragically on stage. To make matters even worse, I was doing a relatively challenging song for someone who virtually had no prior singing experience. <laughs> so the heart-racing feeling I felt during my rehearsals and when I finally walked the stage that night were unmatched. My face was flush red and I seriously thought I was going to have a stroke and just explode once I got on stage. But if anyone else has ever stood in front of a huge crowd like that and needed to perform by yourself for the first time, you probably know that there is virtually nothing else you can do when the music begins, except to deliver a performance or freeze. Fortunately, I delivered a performance. I performed Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys as my very first live singing performance. As a person who had only been singing seriously for approximately one and a half weeks, I had never expected an audience nor a reception this amazing. The screams were so loud and powerful that I couldn't even hear my own voice over this crowd of people, most of which didn't even know who I was, but were suddenly cheering me on, hyping me up, clapping to the beat, making all of this noise and going insane in the most encouraging way possible. The energy and support of this middle school crowd, including my close friends, who had no idea I was performing, was not only encouraging, but also really emotional. All of the worries I had leading up to that day suddenly dissolved. For the first time, I felt like I had a right to stand up on that stage and sing. And people may actually enjoy it. It's funny to think that the culmination of this simple but formative experience and all of the outpouring of love, support, and encouragement after my very first public performance actually changed the course of the rest of my life. It was at that moment, or really afterwards, when I felt that my heart may have found its calling, and that I belonged to music. This one performance had unlocked a journey in my life. A journey that, at times, I don't feel like I chose on my own accord, but rather one I was destined for and pulled into. As the years went on, I had the opportunity to perform on more stages, leveraging my ear and instrument skills to write my own original songs. I'd even write albums that never actually materialized. Granted, I didn't have any production knowledge at that time, but doing so allowed me to really bask in the potential of my dream. And with that came learning more about the tricky environment that is music. I was from a small town in the South and I didn't have any ties or connections to the big industry, nor the courage to post on social media and to try to hit rapid virality. So the path forward was definitely unclear and uncharted. But a girl could dream, right? And as I continued to bask in my dreams, I'd sit in the back of classrooms, drafting out song lyrics on graph paper, hoping the teacher wouldn't call on me, and at the same time, hoping that I'd remember the melody in my head, long enough to record it on my phone once I got back home from school. I tried to learn as much as I could about music as I grew up, developing some influences here and there, yet I was still anxious to go further waiting for a big opportunity to take things to the next level. Yet that opportunity never magically manifested into thin air, nor did it fall into my lap. This rendered me continuously anxious, pessimistic, and somewhat spiteful of my future. 
The world that I want to enter so badly seems so unattainable from where I stood in the present. As I grew a bit older, I approached the fork in the road, and I had to make a decision. Would I pivot between surrendering to the circumstances of my life and environment and give up? Or would I find a way, sacrifice some time, and lose some sleep to make change and reach my dream? This is a question many of us contend with in different forms throughout our lives, so naturally being so young, I wasn't sure of where to go and afraid of what would happen if I made the wrong decision. One path seemed to promise security, a level of predictability, with minimal variation and satisfactory benefits, while the other path was simply unpredictable, a path of considerable sacrifice and unforeseeable risk, but also with undeniably limitless gain. As much as I wanted to defer making a decision, wishing everything would come together and fall into my lap on a magical day, a day came when I couldn't wait any longer. I couldn't wait for people to notice me. I couldn't wait for the magical Cinderella opportunity to find me, and most importantly, I couldn't wait for this world that we live in to change. I had to take charge of this destiny and assume personal responsibility for where my life would be headed and I wanted to pursue a life that I was in love with. And so, in late 2020, after being tired of waiting for the perfect time, the perfect song, and the perfect opportunity, I decided to debut, officially becoming Irene Ocean. And I decided that I would pave this path on my own, with the blessing of my loved ones, my own faith, and the greatest power above. Since I've debuted, I've walked the line between accepting my human nature and residing in complacency, waiting for the world to understand and bow to me, or actively working to embrace a challenge, surpass my weaknesses, and become a better version of myself. Yet I've also been able to leverage the honest and vulnerable parts of myself to motivate me into inspiring change, embracing fear and anxiousness, in order to evolve into a version of myself that can make music for the world to enjoy. That's why I made Drama Queen. I wouldn't lie to you and sit here and say that Drama Queen is this inherently positive song that makes the world a better place. But Drama Queen, being one of the first songs that I've ever produced, as well as one of the songs that I'm most proud of, is an example of myself using my fears and anxieties as superpowers to recognize what changes need to be made, to realize and feel the urgency of the present, and to determine how I can evolve from a negative emotional state to create a positive impact that reaches far beyond myself and can even stretch beyond borders, boundaries, and seas. Drama Queen was a song that taught me how to find my voice. My debut was the beginning of my story, but these days I still feel like I'm in the beginning. I'm constantly learning new things, trying new things, challenging old beliefs and fears, and I've been taking my time not only to be careful or to get things right, but rather to make sure that everything that I do is for the right reason. And I think I've made some pretty decent decisions thus far, beginning with a middle school talent show all the way towards a self-produced debut. Even though I'm already a mini-album and a few singles in, I promise that we are just getting this party started. Which is why I invite all of you on this journey to challenge ourselves to evolve into the beautiful, brave, and powerful individuals we dare to become. If your fear of the unknown is what's holding you back from pursuing whatever destiny you may see fit, I encourage you to evaluate that fear and to try to overcome it. Don't deem the trials and tribulations in your life as consequential decisions. 
See them as an opportunity for discovery. I challenge you all to reconcile with your fears and your limiting beliefs, to bypass shame, intimidation, the noise, criticisms, and opinions of this world in order to create and live a life where we exist as positive forces in the world. Because positivity is truly contagious. And through our continued interactions, and as we get to know each other a bit more, I hope to foster good feelings in a positive environment with you all. So, thank you all so much for spending time with me and getting to know me a bit more. In the coming episodes, I will reference the songs on my reality mini-album to take you all along my journey and share the lessons, takeaways, and teeny bits of wisdom that I've gained, as well as the things I am learning throughout this unprecedented journey of creation. In the interim, I hope you all take care, stay safe, eat well, and stay healthy. And I will see you all very, very shortly in the next episode. Bye-bye.